What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? It is Justin Trish and Dan Keeper. No Austin tonight. He is busy doing some school quiz thing, majigger. I'm not sure FFA, what it was. Support the support the kids. Yeah, yeah. So good for him. Much better person than we are. Hope he's having fun. Just put Dan on the spot like 10 seconds before we started. It was like, hey, dude, you want to you want to be the host and actually do the intro? And he's like, nah, nah, you got this. Well, I mean, like it. you always build a sheet. And like in my head, it's like five seconds before that. I was like, what's up, everybody? How we doing? How we living? Austin coming here and coming through yet again with Justin, Trees, and Dan Kiefer. Um, but I was like, I can't do that to our guy. Can't do it. Uh, so it's good to be here. Uh, obviously, we talked about a pre-show in our what was it tonight? A half hour, twenty-five minute pre uh, pre-pod talk, and a uh, little role reversal today. You're at home, I'm at a hotel, and uh, we were talking how sports are such a uniting thing, right? We're you, Austin, and I. We're all friends, basically. Well, it is because of sports. And yesterday, so I'm up here at a class for school on a life life uh life and health class for insurance and during break the lamar jackson news breaks and we'll get to that later obviously but i'm talking to these guys we're talking about fits and this and that and, oh he should go here shouldn't go here and the rogers news breaks about how the jets are flying out to talk to him and hey we're going to touch on that too people don't worry not right now obviously i'm in wisconsin the rogers news enacted a lot of emotion in the other two guys i was talking to and like we're bullshit and whatnot, and all of a sudden we're like, "Hey, uh, you guys want to catch a beer later?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do that." So, turns out we're all at the same hotel. We're like, "Yeah, let's just go uh, grab a beer at like seven after supper." Perfect. Uh, so I was telling my wife, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's so cute, dude!" I told you, I then talked to these guys. I've been in class with them for two days. I agreed to meet them at the bar. I didn't know their first names. I had no idea what their names were. But guys, we are so simple. I was like, well, I know he's an, he's an Atlanta Falcons fan. He's a Baltimore Ravens fan. You know, so they're super juiced up talking about it. And I'm like, I don't know their first names. So, hey, if you're out there, Brian and Chad, what up, boys? Because now I know their names. Brian and Chad. There you go. I love that. I love, welcome to the pod. Yep. Welcome to the pod. I also love that I text you. How is the beer drinking with the guys? And you said, it's good. <laughs> that was your really, what, I, I was. I mean, yeah, I don't want to be rude on my phone. <laughs> yeah. What did you text me at like, what, like nine o'clock or something like that? Yeah. 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 You text me not, yeah. We're two hours in. It's good. It's good. I love <laughs> it. I don't know. I don't know. I love uh, it though. Yeah. So. It was good. And then this um tonight when I walked through uh, the lobby where the bar is, the bartender said, you coming back tonight? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Hard pass. Good. Thanks think so. Thanks so. Maybe one. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we have a packed episode and next week's going to be even more packed because free agency will have been going on by the time right we record so it's going to be awesome super exciting official free agency not Derek carr free agents yeah yeah exactly so don't forget the non-tampering period basically starts on monday which really means on monday we will start getting contract like decisions made and Sheffer Schefter will be tweeting out where everybody's going on Monday and Tuesday. So it's not going to be actually Wednesday when, so just so everybody's aware there. Let's talk about the combine though. Combine was last week. A lot of great, great performances. The one that everybody's talking about, 
Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida, what he did, breaking all sorts of records, just looking like a complete alien out there in shorts and a T-shirt. And now it is, okay, easily a lock top five pick, but does he go number one? And there is a lot, a lot of talk about going number one. Dan and I, it's fun. Because Dan and I have not actually talked about this, but I think we actually have the same opinion on it. Given, I will say, my opinion has maybe shifted a teeny bit over the last, like, two weeks. So, let's just talk about this. So, okay. Um, I guess my main focus, my main point, takeaway, whatever you want to call it, is when I got into watching players and scouting and, you know, wanting to be the next Mel Kiper, whatever. Um, I heard a line that really stuck with me and it comes to in scouting. Don't count something twice. Okay. Now what I mean by that is in this case, Anthony Richardson, we knew going into the combine, anyone who had watched 20 seconds of Florida football knew that, Anthony Richardson was a phenomenally talented athletic specimen. Okay. What's our biggest takeaway from the combine? You said it. He's an alien, right? Dude's off the charts athletic. Why are we counting that twice? Before the combine, Anthony Richardson was a athletic specimen who needs a lot of work before he can be an NFL quarterback. Okay. So it's great that he ran those numbers. And, you know, that's awesome. Stock up. Yes, definitely, because that confirms what we knew. But I'm not counting it again. Like, I might count it a little for a little more, you know, because the numbers are what the numbers are. But to me, the most important thing Anthony Richardson could do at the Combine was his interviews. Put that young man on a board. Let him draw. Hey, in coverages, I'm checking to this. Ringo, Niner, whatever have you, Okay. Does he have the work ethic to be great? Does he have the work at the, you know, the mental capability to read, react, and know an NFL playbook in and out? So yeah, that's my Anthony Richardson thing. I I, I do think he's probably a top five lock, but he's gonna be more than anybody the off field is gonna determine his on field. Yeah, I think so as well. Um I think I'm getting caught up in the man that upside is just so oh, off the high, charts right like and i'm trying not to like let that like do it but like when i say it's shifted the last two weeks i used to be able to i felt like last you know before this like i would fight it off and now the last two weeks i'm like oh my gosh like that upside is just ridiculous right? so the, the the problem is is we do the cam newton thing we do the josh allen thing right yeah we need to do the uh jamarcus russell thing too yeah. Could, yeah okay, sure. and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that Jamarcus Russell was an out of this world talent to throw the football 70 yards from a knee and hit the goalpost. Okay. Yep. But he did not have the work ethic. He didn't have the want, the drive, to be great. If Anthony Richardson has that, dear God, this guy's going to be a problem at the next level. Yeah. Okay. So it's that's why I said the interviews for him were more important than what he did on the field. What he did on the field is great, but I don't think that's where he could be the most stock up for me. It was the interview, which sadly, you know, we don't get to sit on. Yeah. And I would say like, I mean, accuracy is also another thing, right? And I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people that watch tape 
way more than I do say some, you know, some biased people say that's not an issue. Some people say it is an issue. Like I get it, but like I watched a lot of Florida games and I saw a lot of inaccurate passes. Um, You look at his stats. It also shows a lot of inaccuracy there. Right. You also see like when he is on though, like he's dynamic. He's, he can hit, that's every, just it. he can, if he you can, can hit every get, throw. He can hit if every you can take that. Throw. If you can take that Anthony Richardson and expand it to a 60 minute game. Yeah. He'd be unstoppable. Yep. And I will say he improved dramatically from season one to season two with a new coaching staff. Yep. You bring them into an NFL coaching staff where this is all life, right? Like this is like all you do. You actually have a real, you know, NFL quarterback coach there. You have NFL facilities. You have all of that. Like that's what so, I'm like, man, he could be, he could, he, it's the recipe for success. So is it safe to say that out of the top four quarterbacks, Bryce Young, Will Levis, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, yep. landing spot, is most important for Anthony Richardson. I will say most important for Will Levis. Okay. Do you I, go, I mean, because, you know, he threw at the combine because he's got a he cannon, did. right? <laughs> got a love, cannon. love that. Love, love that, Will. That love comment. It. Yeah. Yep. Um, I will say that just because I also think that Levis needs like some coaching up and he needs, he needs weapons, right? Like he was so much better two years ago than he was this last year because he had zero weapons. And so I think he actually needs to go. Like, I don't think he would succeed at, with the Houston Texans, right? But I think C.J. Stroud can, right? The John Mechie disrespect. I'm, you're right, 1,000%. No, it takes more than one. It does. But, yeah, right? So I would say that's why I say Levis um, because I also think that Richardson can find a way with his legs and that type of stuff. Right. So, but Richardson easily two there. Um, I will say actually young is probably third on that list. And then Stroud is I'm least concerned about location with Stroud out of all of them. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. And for me, uh, for young and please, you know, voice your opinion, but uh, for young, the reason why I would put him above Stroud for the, you know, what's around him matters is offensive line. Yeah. If you don't protect him, just hate to say it, size is going to be a problem. Yes, it, it is. It, it's going to be so thousand percent. So, yeah. okay. So, is your ranking? Do you have? I assume you have Stroud one. So yeah, I currently have Stroud one. Okay, me too. And then Young. Yep. And then Levis, and then Richardson still. Okay, I I will say I think I might have Richards. I think I have Richardson three. I, but like if we were ranked that's where they're at currently before they get uh you know before we know what team they're, they're with, going and all that yeah there's a 100 percent chance richardson could end up one and if i was ranking them ceiling wise it's almost an inverse a little bit where richardson would go from four to one yeah i I'd saw put richardson and then stroud levis young i think young has like the probably the highest floor and the lowest ceiling because I think he's safe. Yeah. I think he's yeah. a very point guard. Yeah, agreed. I saw a proposed like just on I think it's Twitter, Instagram. I can't remember, but it was all it was it was actually a fun proposal from Panthers to move up to one. Okay. Um, they gave up obviously pick nine. They gave up a 2024 first. 
uh, their second rounder this year, and DJ Moore. Oh, and I was like, well, I don't know what that value I is, don't is probably it. right. And I th- I think that's why I liked it so much because it was from like a Panthers account. And we all know this. Like most people are like, oh, like they underball everything. And they're like, oh, we can, you can totally, send in totally three ones or uh, th- three threes and go from nine to one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Like so, where I was like, man, two ones, a two and a legit number one wide receiver for. And like, is that not exactly what? The Bears would want. They get a number one and they get multiple first rounders. They could then trade that 2024 first and nine to move back up to whatever if they wanted to to get if they was a defensive player. Let me false. Let me let me hit you with this. You're the you're the Chicago GM. I'll be the GM of the Panthers here. Ring ring. How do you feel about nine Brian Burns and a day two pick, either a two or three at some point, probably next year. So say a second rounder next year. Yeah, a, t- a 24 second Brian Burns and a first to go from one to nine. I like Think it about because it. the Bears need a deep. I mean, they're looking for defense alignment, right? You get mm-hmm. one. You have the salary cap, so you could pay for you could pay Brian Burns now. Um and front load it so that way in two or three years you're freed up, and then when you have to extend Justin Fields, you have the money. Yeah. I would say I would be – my response to you would be like, I need a second and a third. So it could be a – it could be – I know. (laughs) I'd be like, give me me nine and a third this year and Brian Burns, and then a second next year. That would be my my you Instead of that pick, we'll send you Terrace Marshall. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly no i can't all right but i i think those are real conversations you know there, there's more ways than just picks to move up the board yeah thousand percent um and the reason that came in is last year at the trade deadline the rumor was two ones for brian burns yep. so you know like okay that's like we're using that value let's call it he's worth you know one and a half ones something like that throwing it two. Yeah. you know now we're cooking with peanut oil yeah, totally. And that, and if they felt comfortable with like what they like, if they had conversations with Burns being like, what are you looking for from a salary standpoint? And they felt comfortable with it. Then I wouldn't get greedy with the two and right. three. And I'd say, just give me a two and we can call it. So, yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. Good talk. Yeah. Um, Anybody else from the combine besides, yeah, I, uh, I know, you know, I guess that t- was the original about the quarterback point is uh, my guy, Charlie Jones. Yeah, I didn't yep, think yep, he was going to be that fast. Chuck yeah. is sizzling. There were so many. There were so many fast. Everybody's times. fast. It was crazy. everybody's fast. Everybody's if you don't fast. run a four, four, five or lower, you're slow. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like, I, I, Jordan Addison ran a four, four, nine. Don't is go that what, Is that what he I ran? Think he ran like I a just, four, four, nine? And everybody's talking about how slow he is. I'm like, five years ago, that was cooking. I'm looking it up. I know it's a little quiet. So, I, yep, you're right. Four, four, nine. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Look Thank at you, you. Uh, research department. Um, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. That's not slow. No, it's not slow. I mean, quick. especially with his with his ability route to run running routes, with his like, hands. With yeah, how with polished his, he is as a receiver. Like, yeah, his route running that four, four, nine is really like a four, four, one. <laughs> like yeah, in reality, checked. Yep. Yeah. Like so, I think overall my um, reaction to the combines. I love combine. Don't get me wrong. I used to watch it from freaking Thursday through Sunday, but now it's almost like a 
it, it's checking a box. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say it's a real evaluation tool. It's checking a box, you know, yes or no, confirming things, maybe go back, check that, et cetera. It's not like half of the evaluation. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, it's interesting. Did like did Addison or Jackson Smith Enigma did they become wide receiver one? I really wish JSN would have ran. I wish too. Like he, I know he did like the cone drills and stuff like that. I wish he would have. But ran we knew he's well, going to be good at those. I know, I know, totally. Like, like I... but those two, like with with Quentin Johnson, one people starting to question him, and two him not running either. Like, there's can we like he like like those two legit could be wide receiver one and two now. Can we like put JSN Addison and uh, Quentin Johnson just all in a group? And like, say they're all wide receiver one. Pick your defect. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like Quentin Johnson, you know, one year of production. You know, hit um, yeah, it, it drops a lot of balls. Is there you know legit aim besides the deep speed, etc.? Mario Addison, oh my god, the size, and apparently he's uh, slow at a four four nine. Yeah, and then at JSN uh, didn't play durability issues, hamstrings come back didn't run at the combine, what's the long speed, et cetera. Like, pick your defect. Yep. Which one are you most comfortable with? That's wide receiver one. Um, I will say, and we don't know each other's, like, rankings or anything here, but um, I would say for me, I really love Jason, and you know this. Dude, same, I've, been, same, I've, been, same. I've been, like, all over him ever since I literally watched him torch the Utes. Um, and but, don't, hey, don't scout the helmet, but at the end of the day – I you know. need to consider it because there has recently been a track record of Ohio, Ohio State, State wide receivers coming through and going contributing nuts. immediately. Brian Hartline has done a phenomenal job. Yeah. 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 So I would say it's a one, a one B for me with him and Addison. Like, I think I okay. think they're above everybody else. Like, I don't know if I, I think I like the upside of JSN the most but if i was just like i want somebody that i know is going to be like just there all the time then i'd steady. go addison then i'd go yeah addison. if i want to if i want to steady eddie i'm taking addison yeah exactly so i said you know pick your defect yep which sure. isn't doesn't get me excited to be honest no it doesn't you know, it, it doesn't but it doesn't. if you need a wide receiver it's better than paying one one know who does not need a wide receiver miami dolphins the Jacksonville Jaguars, because he's back. Calvin Ridley, baby! He's back! Calvin Ridley reinstated by the NFL for his gambling, and he has posted a few videos that just gets me super excited. Um, if he is not on a DraftKings commercial next Super Bowl, I, I could. Seriously. <laughs> like, did you come read? On. Did, well, I guess, one, did you see his apology today, and two, did you read it? It was a lot. I, oh, for two. Okay, cool. So he wrote a big long apology about just like what happened and stuff like that, and like what he's gone through the last two or three years. Um, it literally starts with, I want to start off by saying I fucked up. That's the first sentence. And I was Appreciate like, it. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, but, <laughs> like, it, but it was like it was awesome. It was genuine. Like he was just like, Hey, like I was going through he's like, not an excuse. Like I fucked up. I got exactly what I deserved. Like NFL did it right, you know, all this stuff. And it was just like I just want to talk to you about like why I it's, did it. Cause everybody always asks me like, why, why would you do that? He's like, these are the things, right? Like, I think that's 
I had a sure. broken, he's like, I had a broken foot. I was supposed to be the number one guy because Julio was gone. I break my foot and like I'm I, I'm desperate that I'm missing my shot. I've had other injuries. I was in depression. I had anxiety, like going through like work of day-to-day stuff and then coming home and not being able to really move my leg and my two-year-old daughter wants me to go and play with her and I feel like I'm my body's broken and I can't do it you know all that type of stuff and given I don't want to give the guy excuse, like excuses or anything but like I thought it was awesome of him just being like this is what this is what I was going through this is my mindset like take it or leave it but I just want everybody to understand where I was at um and he was just like I should have done it anyways and he's just like I was just I missed the game and to, like that was it I was like wow it was cool. I mean, I, good for him. Yeah. 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 It was cool. But he had a little interview today. He's like, all right. So of course everybody's like, so what are you going to shoot for? He's like, oh, with, with Trevor Lawrence, minimum 1400 yards. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Let's Dang. go. Let's go. Dang. So um, awesome. super excited. Him, Christian Kirk, Zay, like super excited. Um, they did a little video of him FaceTime and Trevor. Um, and Trevor's like, yeah, he's like, all of us are getting together in two weeks. I'll text you the details, basically. So there we go. Love that. I'm sure that they're all just like, let's wait until a week after free agency in case we get any new, like, other right, yeah. receivers on our on our roster, and then we'll do it. So I just heard a, a door in the hallway open and close. I fucking hate that, dude. <laughs> I know. It's like, the worst. You, Justin knows my deadbolt is locked. Yeah. Because I just hate it. It it's the worst part about being in a hotel. It is. It really is. And so, my room doesn't have a microwave. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, dumb as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You do have a. No. Do you have a fridge? Yeah, I got a mini fridge. Okay. So I got a. I got a six pack of a uh, vitamin water and a couple iced coffees in there. Nice, nice. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Real life. No free ads. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to other players and. One, did it feel, and given I've not done the research of like how many people usually get tagged, but I feel like it's a lot more than six usually. Definitely. Only Definitely six, more than only, six. Only six got tagged this year. Yeah, and I think that's a combination of the salary cap going up and teams being able to extend players earlier. Yeah. I do. Um, obviously, Daniel Jones, the big one, that did not get tagged, came in on the 11th hour and got paid. Yes, he did. But uh, honestly, did he? I think this is like the textbook. It looks like a lot of money right now. And in a year when Justin Herbert signs an extension, when Joe Burrow signs an extension, we're going to be like, good deal. Trevor. Trevor's not for a little, like another year after that. Yeah, he's the next year. But but it, so, so you technically the upcoming contracts. I think anyone yeah. that signs, and I, I don't like using franchise quarterback because then we just think that they're Mahomes, but your franchise quarterback means your long-term quarterback. Okay. Yep. So if you have your franchise's quarterback, maybe that's a better way to put it. Your franchise's quarterback, you think you have a guy you think can be the starter for the next four to five years, sign him as soon as you can, because yep. every time there's a new contract, that number yep. goes up. Yep. It's just, it's just, it's just a fact. So yeah, Daniel Jones is not going to be Patrick Mahomes. The Giants know that. Daniel Jones had a very good year, took the Giants to the playoffs, and he had Isaiah Hodgins to throw to. Yeah, exactly. Okay? I know. And our yeah. Lord and Savior, Daniel Bellinger, who I love. But otherwise, he didn't have anybody. Yeah, he could dump it off to Saquon. I'm not taking that out at all. But this deal allows them to lock in their quarterback for four years, and then they could tag Saquon, which is a great move to tag Saquon. Yeah. And I know they're talking about like you know trying to get a deal put together. 
But I think that was a great move by the Giants. Yeah. So they also have an out um, after year after year three. So after two thousand twenty-five, okay, perfect. That's only nine million dollars hit. Whoop de do. That's yeah, a drop. Exactly. You can recreate nine million dollars so fast. Yeah, exactly. And actually, after two years, it's it's eighteen million. So you can actually deal with that as well if you wanted to. So really, right. you were you were stuck with Daniel Jones for two seasons because this year it's eighty-two million. Next year it's sixty-three million. So you're and not it might not be days. stuck. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's you're committed to Daniel Jones for two years. Yeah, exactly. You might get Daniel Jones for four. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like the guy had no weapons. He clearly grew under Brian Dabble. Yep. I yeah. I I think this is a great move for the Giants. I think it's great for Jones too because it's a little redemption. I think there's so much still stigma around him because of him where he got drafted. If he was a second round pick, we would he they everybody would love him. Yep. Exactly. For sure. But um. Okay. So let's just hurry and get over to Carr. So. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and Carr? I feel like I've talked a lot. You go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Um, okay, so Carr signs with the Saints. It was kind of weird. Like, it it, it was big news, but it kind of wasn't at the same time. It was kind of weird. Um, but makes sense from the Saints standpoint. Better than Dalton, better than Winston. Um has the weapons what are they going to do i mean they're way they're over the cap now again but i mean they'll figure a way out because they always do um with how that division is set up the unknown of the tampa bay bucks the unknown of the panthers who are probably going to be riding with a rookie quarterback that will have some growing pains right the falcons who are either going to ride desmond ritter or you know sure yes they have the possibility of you know for lamar jackson or you know like whatever the case may be there right but like if they don't get lamar then they're going to be riding with a young quarterback that like he Carr went to a perfect spot where he's like i think i can run this division for the next two years like definitely this is my division and like and i get paid a ton of money and i actually get to be a starter like i think so i think it's a great thing i think he's average i would say he's probably literally like middle like what's middle 16 like i bet he's probably mm-hmm. about the 16th best quarterback in the he's NFL. like kirk cousins i'd rather like kirk he's cousins, the... but yes okay but you know, I mean, like i mean that same like yes. tier that same yes. like tier yes. where he's like same he's tier. not elite but he's better than just good he's yes. you know very good 100 um so uh my thing with Carr is and uh or one thing that i think you, you missed is he doesn't have to deal with the damn new york media like, I'm yeah. sorry, Jets fans. Yeah. I think your team is great. I love what you got in the running back room. Salah's doing awesome work. The defense is improved. They're ready to rock. Two things. One, your media sucks, and it's just because you're in New York. I'm sorry. The pressure is always going to be different. Nobody wants to see their face on the front page every single day because more than not, it's going to be negative because that gets people to sell papers. Or the back page Two. if you're the Jets. Yeah, or the back page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Who the hell wants to play in a division with the Bills? The Patriots are always at least competent, and Miami's on the upswing. Why would you want to be in that race versus what you said with the uh, AFC South? NFC South. NFC South, sorry, NFC. Exactly. I was literally had a Falcons logo in my head (laughs) as I was saying that too. Um, Yeah, why? I mean, the Saints are – at the end of a win now window, things have yes. gotten kind of bad, but they did that to themselves with the cap situation. Maybe this summer we'll have a like a half hour short 
and I'll get out my whiteboard and I'll just explain how the cap works and with restructures and everything. And that'd be a lot of fun. Um, that's something that like I get mad about at the bar and I'm like, somebody get me a goddamn piece of paper and a pen right now. I mean, the easiest um, way, the easiest, what I always tell people is like when they're like, man, they're like, when people are like, oh, they can't even get out of this. Look how over the cap. I'm like, the owner can literally pay their salary in a bonus and call it good. And it doesn't hit the cap. Yeah. Like you that's convert it. it to a signing bonus and then you can extend it over the life of the deal. Or you put void years on it. We're not doing, we're not doing this. We're not episode. doing this right now. We're, we're not, not doing that episode. We're not doing <laughs> yeah. that episode right now, folks. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great move for Derek Carr. Chris Olave is there. Alvin Kamara will play some games possibly this season there yeah <laughs> i think it's a good thing it, it maybe now michael thomas will be happy sad whatever did you see um i can't remember if i texted to you in austin or not but uh how the saints greeted Derek carr no i didn't okay great so they um they took uh, Derek carr and his wife out to a fancy dinner paid for everything yep and then they went home they put on some romantic music, and then Taysom Hill jumped out of the closet and banged uh, Carr's wife. You did say because this. they wanted to show them what yes. it was going to be like all season. Right before he's about to score, Taysom's coming in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was like, I thought this was going to be a real story here for a minute, and then I was like, No, you didn't tell me shit. Yeah, you for sure told me this one though. So per source, uh, per source, per, per, per source. source. Might be the but, onion, but per source. Yeah. So. Um, okay, cool. So we have those, um, and now we can get into Lamar. Does not get a franchise tag. Does not get, like, well, I guess he essentially did, but, like, um, non-exclusive tag, right? So, um, and then doesn't get a long-term deal. So those that are wondering, what does that mean? It means he can go out and be a free agent, essentially, go and get a deal, work through a deal, and then at that point... It has to be over 32-something, 32 million-something, whatever the number was that the uh, Ravens put. Um, anything under under that, that it just goes back. Um, and then the Ravens get a chance at matching that deal, whatever he signs. But if they match it, then they have to basically give two first-rounders to that other Yep. That is and uh, Schefter came out and said that, like, since this rule has been intact, it's happened once. Yeah. That the, that the player's actually been traded. Yep. So it, and I, I don't think it's happened, and I don't have the list of players that this tag has been given to. Is it a transition tag? I can't remember the exact yeah. name of it. But um, I don't think there's been a lot of Lamar profile players, you know, players that have an MVP, 26 years old. You know what I mean? Prime. Like yeah. in their prime, exactly. So yeah, there's a lot of fits. Um, I think that whatever team does sign him will have to be very creative and give him so much money up front that it like bullies Baltimore into taking the two first round picks. Because we can agree, Lamar for two first round picks, regardless of the contract, is a steal. It's a steal. Yep, exactly. Um, and what else Schefter kind of was hinting at there, which I think was funny because I brought this up to you in Austin the other day, where I was just like, I think the Ravens did it because they were just sick of negotiating with Lamar Jackson and not an agent. Like, and look I, at look at the market. Yeah. Uh, everybody, basically everybody besides the Ravens have said they're out. Which, okay. Everybody, go to the kitchen. Third drawer on the left, pull out the tinfoil. Let's make ourselves a little hat. 
because this feels like a conspiracy. It does a little bit. Um, it feels like some bullshit. I think all the owners for sure have made it clear of like we are no, we are not doing fully guaranteed contracts. Like yes, the Browns fucked up and did it. We're mm-hmm. not letting anybody else do but that. It's again. the Browns, but it's the Browns. <laughs> um, but so I think that that I think conspiracy wise the owners for sure are doing that. They've all talked and said, well, this is not ever happening again. Um, I think there are teams that have probably said that they're being out, but they're for sure not out. And he will be talking to them. Like I think they're Atlanta. Yeah. Like Atlanta and stuff like that. I think they're, I think Lamar is going. So I, at the start of this episode, I talked about like, Hey, like Monday through Wednesday, we're going to have a ton of free agency news. I think the Lamar thing takes weeks. I'm going to say like, I'm going to say, I think it takes minimum two weeks again, because of Lamar being his own agent. I think that that's slowing things down. Right. And um, just for transparency right now, and we can talk about these, let's do top four. Okay. Cause I think that's relevant for betting odds right now, if not Baltimore. Okay. Yep. I personally think right now, Baltimore is still the favorite, but if not Baltimore, the top four teams via betonline.ag are Lions, Bucks, Colts, Jets in that order. If I'm Detroit, dude, the second if Aaron Rodgers gets traded, I am hammering to get Lamar in. Because then that division is wide open. And like I don't mean to say that like Green Bay has a chokehold on the NFC North, but as soon as Rodgers leaves, there will be blood in the water. There absolutely will be. Yeah, for sure. Minnesota's in a little bit of a cap hell right now. Yep. Green Bay is going to be going through some sort of rebuild, retool, what have you. And Chicago doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. So, Detroit, listen, you got hot last year, and we rode with you here on Talking Football. Love Jared Goff, but if you can get a Lamar Jackson and then send Jared Goff to Tampa – Man, I'm I'm not saying, but I'm saying. I do I do like that. Um, I actually love I actually love the Bucks one. Like I would love him with the Bucks with those wide Lamar receivers. or Goff. Uh, Lam- sorry, Lamar. Sorry, Lamar. Okay. I mean, honestly, Goff as well. Honestly, I mean, Goff has I, shown that he does better indoors than outdoors. Um, definitely, but, definitely. But I, I honestly, I love them both. But I would especially love. Lamar, the way that he's able to get out of the pocket and like make DBs not really know what's going on, and you have the deep threat of Evans, and then you have Godwin, who's just perfect at finding, you know, the holes in in a zone or you know mm-hmm. on a scramble play. Um, White is fantastic out of the backfield. Like I, I would really, really like that. Colts, God, I just, I just hope not. Like just from a Jag standpoint, um, and then the Jets, like. What if the Jets say fuck it? We don't want to deal with Aaron Rodgers either, and then they just do it. Right. Yeah. And they totally could because there's a lot of pressure on that front office and coaching staff to win now. That's why oh, yeah. they're in the Aaron Rodgers market. Exactly. What is the Jets situation? I mean, they're they got like three million. Given a I understand they can just figure out anything, but they're at three million right now. So they're a below average, below league average, but still they can figure it out. Um, I still think the commanders are could be in play. I know last yep. episode I said I said Vegas. Um, so I could stick with Vegas being an option there. I know that 
both of those. I know are... You said, and this was two months ago, but I know for a while you were pushing, or maybe you were just doing it to piss me off, but you were pushing the Patriots narrative for Lamar. I did. I did say that for a while. Um, and I'm and, they still, are, and I'm still they're right them. behind the Jets at plus seven on it. I'll say it again right now. Lamar and the DeAndre Hopkins. That offense has changed dramatically. Yeah, but the problem is like, okay, so like on paper, that offense has changed. Will that offense change is two very different things. Yeah. And I know a lot of people hate Bill O'Brien, who's there now OC. He's a good he's a good OC. I like, think he's a fine dude OC. Knows ball. Yeah. Yeah, Dude knows I ball. Shitty GM, it. but good coach. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that's took, where we're took at. In, Lamar. Took goddamn, was it TJ Yates? Took him to yeah. a wild card game? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> I know. It's wild. So, all right. There's Lamar talk. Um, we talked about quarterbacks. I know we said we were going to mention some defensive free agents because um, we did offensive last year or last year, last week. So, Let's go ahead and dive into that. So number one, I think the top defensive player is probably Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle okay, so for the Eagles. He's, while he we're here. The, yeah, go ahead. While we're here, is the top defensive player available actually Jalen Ramsey? I think so. I yeah. Like well, not, he's not a free agent. Uh, he was I think between list. Lamar and free agency, I think this is a good point to talk about him because the rumor is he's gonna be on the move. And I know you got some thoughts. I do have some thoughts. Um, God, I would come back in Duval. Like, I really would. I would love him back with the, the Jags. I don't think it's going to happen salary cap-wise. And I just think that, like, it's over. Like, that burn is, you know, the bridge is burned in a sense. But, man, I would love him back on this defense. I think he he'd bring that swagger. I like Tyson Campbell is already, in my opinion, a top 10 cornerback in this league. Like you'd just add another one. Like you add, like if you go into next season, being like, we brought back Ingram and we brought in Ridley, brought in and Ridley now and Ramsey. Ramsey. Like, oh my goodness. Like that would to be go with wild. the, uh, you know, to go with the line, the young linebacker core, the very good defensive line core, a little yeah. extra help on the backside. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And in the end, I don't think that's the case. And then it just comes down to like, I think everybody honestly is it will be in on him, like because everybody's looking so, for that corner. Same, but I think that he just screams Washington Commanders. I think he'd be, he'd be so mad going to Washington. Oh, he'd be fucking. Does he? Does he have a no trade clause? I I actually don't know. I'm I'm gonna look that up right now. I actually don't do it because like otherwise, you're telling me that a highly paid free safety. Or, I'm sorry, cornerback starting. I'm not saying he's there, starting their decline. You know, he's no longer at his peak. We can all agree that it screams Washington Commanders. Absolutely screams them. This is good podcasting now that yeah, you're. I, sorry. I don't feel quite enough time. Yeah, sorry. You're good. Um, it doesn't say like the, the I, okay. given, I already, had, I, already had, have I already had 30 seconds to look at it. So I may have skipped over it, but I didn't, I don't see it in here. So maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah. So Washington. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, okay. so regards to fit, what do you think he's worth? I think he's definitely not worth what they gave up to get him. No, for sure. Not, which is two ones. And I got three or something like that. Um, I think. I think he is worth a late first round pick. Okay, and I, I so I was I was at two twos. 
in my head. So I think we're probably I think that's the, the same, same, right? Like if you're if you're a team that has an early pick, so you, you he's not worth an early one, right? So you're just like, I'll give you two seconds, and it's probably two early seconds that that equals a late one, right? Like essentially, yeah. So that's kind of where I think. So like going through of like, okay, like where could he be? Like I'm just like you know just looking through everything, like. And I'm not going to go through sour cap because I understand that like some of these are just not because we're not doing that episode right now because we're not doing that episode right now. We're not doing that episode. Yeah. But if like, people want a salary cap episode, though, let us know because we like do when we're in the doldrums of summer, I am so down. We'll, we'll do it no matter what. If the people want it or not, because we want because we like You're getting about and then like every time somebody's been an idiot on Twitter, I can just hey and put a link to the episode. Yeah. So this is what I say. I say that the Lions just say fuck it and they go get Lamar and they go get Ramsey. Okay. I don't know how those numbers would work. But... Me either. I'm not even looking at the star cap, but like they're the, a young they team. They're yeah. a young team. So, you know, maybe they got space. Yeah. Like uh, figure it out. Fuck it. Go ahead. Like, fig- figure it out. Like, it's probably going to cost you Jamal Williams. Probably won't be able to resign Jamal Williams, but that's okay. Good. Go let DeAndre Swift actually do something. And also our boy, Northwestern, great Justin, Justin uh, Jackson. Uh, oh, 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 here's one for you. So, okay, so they need a, they need a bigger back for goal line situations. Yep. Day three, University Ta- of Utah, Tavion, Tavion Thomas. Thomas. Let's go. Be great. This would is, be great. And, and look at that. You're you're a Lions fan now. <laughs> yeah, no, a thousand percent. Like, I think that would be sick. Like, I'm I'm because I'm with you on the whole. Like, if if Aaron Rodgers is gone, like you gotta like, who just takes a stranglehold on that your division? window is fucking. It's not a window. It's a goddamn doorway. It you you're March in the playoffs, and every NFC team besides the Eagles and Niners are shitting their pants, and maybe even those teams start to like really question it, right? But like like right. legit, you become the number three team in the nfc if you did that yeah no i mean like i know like we kind of joked about it last year but legitimately if that happens the lions are coming to your house and they don't care if you got three toes or no kneecaps they are going to kick your ass yeah yeah <laughs> whatever the quote was i don't know whatever it is i can't remember i can't remember it, but... give the lions hard knocks again if they do this give it to them again i'm excited they usually announce that somewhat soon yeah, it's I bet they're like May. irate. I bet they are irate that the Dolphins missed the playoffs because they wanted it to be Miami. Yeah, yeah, because they all, they have such weird weird rules, right? It can't be a new coaching staff. You can't. Yeah, be it can't like be a, a new coaching staff. Pick. They can't have had the uh, um made the playoffs in the last like two or three years. There's a bunch of weird rules. There's a bunch of yeah. Like at this point, man, just like but then but then they cool. don't care because they, they didn't care about the rules and they gave it to Cowboys anyway. Like yeah, okay. Yeah, or the exactly. Rams. Like or, they don't care about rules. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see it being Chicago, though. Definitely see it being Chicago. Um, I would actually like that. Like I'd be down. Yeah, I think it'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't um, think there's a lot of personalities on the coaching staff, but yeah, no, I think just give it to the Wisconsin Badgers. I want to see Luke Fickle on there. Yeah, yeah. Um I want to talk. I'll talk about this next episode. Next episode, we will talk about Ooh, Joe teaser. Mix. No, I'll, I'll even mention it. Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. I want to talk about those two, but I think it's a um, bigger. Yeah, discussion. I think we need to wait and see a little bit more what happens with Joe Mixon because we've already had one incident get 
not be an incident anymore with Joe Mixon this offseason. So let's just um let's just sit on our hands for a little bit with that one. Yeah. So okay. So otherwise, top defensive players. Who else is out yeah. there? Who else is going somewhere? Who's getting a new home? Who's getting a direct deposit to their checking account? So Javon Hargrave, right? 30-year-old is which is the only big thing there, but defensive tackle for the for the Eagles. He signed a deal three years ago, far exceeded everything, back-to-back monster seasons. I think that they pay him and let Fletcher Cox walk. And so I think he stays with the Eagles. Okay. I think he goes with Lamar and Jalen Ramsey to the Lions. Hell yeah. Lamar. And they run that shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I think that, uh, you know, a couple of good fits out there. I think that definitely Chicago has a money to go get him and anyone if they want, right? Uh, Chicago traditionally has been built on the D line, on the linebacking course. So I think that'd be a great fit. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, he's such a good fit with the Eagles, it works there. They very much so emphasize having the strength of their defense be the defensive line. We saw that throughout the playoffs. Uh, as you know, once you hit 30, I, I feel like then you're starting to really pick and choose where you go. So oh, it's well. going to be a winning team. Uh, maybe are. this is a guy who could end up in Buffalo. Uh, they had some trouble getting to the quarterback last year. So I think there's a lot of good fits, but ultimately I'm with you. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I think he goes back to the Eagles. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, next is actually one of my favorite players in the NFL, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Please come to Miami. He's awesome. Just because I just because I, I, I love your attitude. Yeah, his attitude is awesome. He makes <laughs> like, plays like slot, safety, outside corner, doesn't matter. He, he'll go anywhere, and he can match up with anybody. I want him to go to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, opposite of AJ Terrell. Yeah. And because then they would play the Saints twice a year, yeah. um, featuring Michael Thomas. Yeah, that that would be there's a little there's awesome. a hidden agenda there, folks. Yeah. But seriously, uh, Atlanta has a lot of cap room. Uh they're struggling to get help on the backside besides AJ Terrell. I think you could help a lot. Bring they they you know, they brought in Dean Peace. They want to show that this is a new era of Atlanta Falcons football, a new defense. This is no longer the weakness of our team. We want to invest in the defense. Put your money literally where your mouth is. Go get Chauncey. Um, I will say that I think a landing spot for him is the Houston Texans. You think he would? I think they they would just offer him more, and eventually he's just he's gonna be. I mean, this is gonna be his first time. I mean, let's not forget he was like what a sixth rounder. Yeah. Like, so he hasn't made of any money. If, if Houston offers him the most money, he might just say, screw it. Right. And they, okay, and they know yeah. they need it. Right. They were going to be facing Trevor Lawrence for the first year, but oh, yeah. most likely um, CJ Stroud. Right. And then, and then obviously read the Ryan Tannehill led uh, Tennessee Titans with possibly no Derek Henry question mark. Love that news, by the way, we didn't even bring up, bring up that. If Derrick Henry is off of the Titans, I cannot wait for this season to watch the Titans just not know what. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Oh my future God. future Dolphin Derrick Henry. Um, I mean, like I'm my not... my only worry, <laughs> my only worry would be the Titans suck so bad that they end up finding a way to get Caleb Williams. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah. Right. Like that's my only worry. Like, you Actually, don't want. But, Frank you don't want too good of a coach. to be bad, man. You don't want him to be bad. You want him to win seven games. Yeah. I, I think Frable is too good of a coach to let them be like a bottom three team. Uh, 
I uh, I sat on a certain podcast uh, like one of my like two years ago, uh-huh. and said that my hope for the Patriots is purgatory. I hope they win seven or eight games every year. Totally. And uh, not saying, be, but I'm saying that would be ideal. So, <laughs> all right. Thing. Okay. Next next player. I'm gonna skip. Oh, Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates, the longtime favorite. He's gonna get paid. He's gonna get paid. He is absolutely gonna get paid. A perfect spot for him, in my opinion. And I don't think they're gonna be able to make it work with the cap. But Minnesota, as the heir apparent to Harrison Smith, would be phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Since that's off the table, and I don't want to be redundant and say, "Oh my God, Atlanta needs to reinvest in the defense." I think he's done in Cincinnati. Me too. I do. And I'm kind of struggling for where he could go. Maybe Cleveland. Uh, they just got rid of John Johnson. So, like, maybe. But then, once again, that cap situation, Wait. I don't know. John Johnson got released? The safety for the Browns, yeah. Oh, I know who he is. I love him. I just didn't see that. That's Yeah, who- yeah. Oh, that's big time. He signed it. I wanted him to go to the Jags because he only signed, like, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was wow. a kind of a surprise thing. Otherwise, I yeah, I could see maybe, you know, once again, Buffalo. Rumor is Jordan Poyer is not going to resign, so and bring Micah, him in. And Micah Hyde's, what, 32 now? So, makes He's sense. He's not a spring chicken, tell you that. Makes sense there. Um, I like all of those, honestly. Um, I was just trying to look at, like, other other areas. Um, Niners are losing Jimmy Ward, who was kind of, but I mean, he played full, he played the slot last year, so right. And they gotta pay CMC. They gotta pay Debo. Like, I mean, they still got enough money though. Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa's due for a contract this offseason. Yeah, next off. Shit, go to Seattle. They go, go could go to Seattle. Um, I like how um we have never. I don't think we've put a single person to Arizona. Like we're saying, looked, don't go looked, there. Don't do looked, it. Just don't. I looked at it and like, just don't. And I don't think that they would because they you don't pay Buda Baker and another safety. Like you just don't. Pay right, but the thing is, like, is Buda Baker a safety? Yeah, you, you know well, what I mean. Like, like you don't yeah. use him, but that's a kind of Chauncey Garner Johnson. Yeah, he's a safety, totally. but he's really a corner. You know what I mean? Like he, sure. he's. But Arizona has enough chess pieces that they don't use. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about Zach Allen from Arizona? Um, he oh. had a very good year. I actually think he goes back to Arizona. I think he should. Yeah. So there I you think go. He should, like, well, yeah. <laughs> There's and that was talking Cardinals. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing more to say. I think I think he's a really good player, and I think he's a great fit for that team, especially with JJ Watt now moving on. Like he can start. And to he try to be was a later pick from Arizona, I believe. So he's somebody who's got sweat equity in the locker room. Yep. Pay your guys. You know what I mean? Like, especially when you're a new coach, new staff, new GM coming in. If you got somebody who has sweat equity who can right the ship, especially this first year with, you know, no Kyler for at least the beginning, I think they're worth their weight in gold. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Let's go with another cornerback. Jamil Dean, cornerback from Mm. the Tampa Bay Bucks. You've already said the Falcons multiple times. I've been trying not to because this is where I think the Falcons could spend money, given if they want two corners. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, like when you're, you know, we're talking repeat positions like this. It's kind of hard to like totally. bring new teams because the the list of teams that have money that need corner isn't super long. So it's like, yeah, go to Atlanta, it's, 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 go to yeah. you know, go to exactly. it's, it's just redundant. I don't want to do that to everybody. How about this linebacker, one of my favorites, David Long from the Titans. Ooh, 
I think he 1,000% goes back to the Titans. I think he should go to the Giants. Ooh, I like that. I do. Uh, so while we're on linebackers, what do you think about Bobby Wagner? He probably might not have appeared on your list. He did. I skipped right over him because he's third. Oh, I was going to say, if you did tops and you haven't mentioned Bobby Wagner, he should be higher on the list than David Long for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'd rather have David Long than Bobby Wagner just because he's seven seven years younger. Yeah. Right? Like, yes, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, but Bobby Wagner's been – Bobby Wagner's got that London Fletcher thing going where, like, he hasn't missed a game in, you know – 10 years and he puts up 120 tackles every year and all this crap. I know. Yeah. Like 147 um, last year. It was crazy. If I could um, put my Homer hat on, I would love Bobby Wagner to come down to Miami because they need a middle linebacker. So freaking bad. He honestly might. He knows that in that Vic Fangio defense. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, he, and he's only going to be signing one year deals. He might sign a two. It, it, it'll probably look like a two year deal. But it'll be like player option after one year, like moving. Yeah, forward. I mean, like the I think it'll be very much like the deal he signed with the Rams. There was like a four year, 50 million, four year, 40 million, something like that. And after the first year, they were like, so you want to keep doing this or not? Nah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I have no idea on where he could go, though. Like, Bobby? Yeah. I mean, you do your it's only typical contenders. Seattle defense checklist, right? So he's a guy that could, if the Jets move on, from CJ Mosley and wanted to bring in Bobby Wagner. I don't think he'll I don't think he'll do that because I don't think he considers the Jets a true contender. If they get Aaron Rodgers? Maybe they get Aaron Rodgers. You know? Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Man, that if you tough. win the Super Bowl with the Jets, you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say, right? So I mean shit. And if they trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're right, because Aaron's gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. That is a fact there. Um, all right. I want to talk about one more. I'm kind of just going down the list. There's a lot of good players that I'm kind of skipping over. Oh, sorry. I'm actually going to just bring this up. So, Juwan Taylor, right? The Jags' right tackle. The yep. rumor is right now there are eight teams that are, like, really interested in him at, like, $17 or $18 million a year. So he's Okay, so why did the, did the Jags tag him last year? No, no. So why didn't they tag him this year? Why didn't they, they sign Ingram and then tag him? I mean, because they couldn't get a done a deal done with Ingram in time, and so they were just like, we'd rather lose Taylor because because they have That's wild. because they have Walker Little. Oh right? yeah, all right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that they feel, and also I think that they, I mean, I think at the time they probably thought they could still get Jawan for like that, probably like ten to twelve million a year, and like make a deal up with that as well. And now the rumor is now that a lot of people, and again, Taylor played fantastic last year, like so good. So, yeah, and it's weird when people when players do that in contract year. Just the damnedest thing. Yeah. He, he, I hate I, it. I hate I hate that because it's not like you're gonna play harder one year than the other, but like it literally happens all the time. So yeah. it yeah, there's something there. I also think that there's something uh, with him at least. I, I agree with you, but like I will say at the start of the year, his dad died, and like he oh. was just and he was like he was very like upfront about like, hey, this season's like for my dad type thing and like given like sure. does that actually mean anything like yes i think if no, you put I, that with the you know final year of the contract th- there's a focus factor that gets amped up right yeah yeah agreed agreed you, know, you gotta put on that uh that classic 80s 90s uh training music from rocky and yeah um do it. so bought yeah exactly i need to right now so von bell defensive safety from Bengals as well they might lose both their safeties 
I think Bell stays. I think uh, I think they're able to re-sign him cheaper than Bates, obviously, and they do that to uh, go with. Oh my gosh, the name's escaping me now. But the rookie they drafted out of, I believe, Michigan. What's his name? Sorry, who? What are you talking about? Sorry. Last year they drafted a safety out of Michigan, Dax. Uh, oh yeah, Dax Hill. Dax Hill. Dax Hill. That's who it is. Yeah. See, we got there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Dax Hill and. Von Bell at the safeties next year for Cincinnati. Love it. Okay, so we got – I know we're running out of time. We're almost at an hour, but there's there's three players I want to talk about. One's going to be super quick, so we'll just talk about it. Uh, Cole Holt, Holcomb out of uh, – for the Commanders, linebacker, fantastic player. I think he goes back there because not a lot of people just know about him, but, like, I think he's – like, it's going to be an underrated signing. That's all I need to say about him. The other guy, Drew Tranquil from the Chargers, who was, like – fourth or fifth in the league in tackles last year he's also a free agent where does he go another linebacker okay so (laughs) i love drew tranquil love him love him at notre dame love him at the chargers okay big fan uh if miami can't get bobby wagner Come on down, Drew. I know it's another injury-prone linebacker. He's been healthy the last two years, I think. Yeah, yes. I think yep. early in his career, he got off to a slow start. So, yeah, we could do the linebacker thing again, right? Ooh, yeah, go to the Jets. Go here, go there, go everywhere. I think Tranquil sneakily could be at the upper end of this linebacker free agency pool where I don't think he's going to get the Bobby Wagner money, but I bet he's not too far behind. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, I would love him on the Dolphins, actually. I want. I yeah. actually will say Dolphins or Chargers. Like those are the two. Like that's that's the only two. Yeah, right. Like let's not you know say that he's just not going to go back to the Chargers because he's been he's clearly fits their scheme, right? Yeah, exactly. and what they want to do, which is very much what Fangio does. So hey, 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 hey. All right, and last one, not defense player, offensive player that we just did not mention last week that I really want to talk about because friend of the podcast. I think he was on podcast episode like five or six of us. Dalton Reisner. Oh. So we ha- we had him on before he got drafted um, when he was going through the process um, out of Kansas State, right? Um, 28, offensive guard, been above average in the league. I mean, I think he's done a lot of good things. A lot of people just know him from getting into the fights with the like backup quarterback and stuff last year on like Christmas. But um you know, offensive line help, what teams need it, and where could he go? Right. So I think the Giants popped to me right away. Um, Could also, like, seriously, this is a guy that the Texans should be calling. Yes. A stable veteran on the offensive line. If you're going to draft Bryce Young, we're coming full circle here, folks. You got to protect him. This is the kind of player you get. You should try to find those 28, 29, 30-year-old offensive linemen that you can pay not top of market price and can be there for two or three years, be productive. And then by then you've built up your roster and you can have guys in place to come step in. So, you know, draft the Dalton Reisner and then fifth, sixth, seventh round this year, practice squad, load up, develop. And then two years down the road, you can get out of that contract, the Reisner reset things. You have guys to step in on rookie contracts and the wheels keep turning. Um, I will see the saints here. I mean, maybe they don't need an, a guard, but I just remember specifically him talking about how much he loved Doug Marone 
like during the oh. podcast, he was like, Doug Marone was like my favorite coach to talk to during this process. Cause I told him I was a Jags fan and he was like, dude, Doug is the guy. And Doug Marone is now with the saints. Um, okay. Okay. So that that'll be mine. Again, I'm admittedly, I don't know the, the saints guard situation as well as I, maybe I could or should, but I, I do know that their offensive line is not as good as what it was three years ago. So I'm going to assume that there's probably some, holes there that they could fill up yeah anytime you lose a toronto armstead type player your offensive line isn't as good it's not as good yep exactly so all right cool anything else we are almost at a full hour on this episode but we knew it was very action-packed look at us yeah no i think i'm glad we got through it i'm sure there's something we missed um personally my big takeaway is i'm excited for the salary cap podcast yes uh i think there's gonna be like a lot of very passionate talk there will be there will be so All right. We appreciate all tonight we've been talking football.